With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This, this is the Rich Eisen Show. I know I'm great. Let's just review this. <laughs> Honestly. Live from the Rich Eisen Show studio in Los Angeles. Does he want to stay in Chicago? Yeah, of course. I feel like the biggest thing with all this, just let me know if I'm getting traded, let me know if I'm staying. The Rich Eisen Show. I get it with Justin Fields feeling that way. Earlier on the show, NFL Network analyst Chase Daniel. Coming up, senior NBA insider for the Athletic and Stadium, Sham Sharania. Plus, Pro Football Hall of Famer, Terry Bradshaw. And now, it's Rich Eisen. Yes, it is. Welcome to this second hour of the latest edition of the Rich Eisen Show, live on the air on the Roku channel, which is available on every Roku device known to man. Also on Sirius XM, we're sitting here on Odyssey, the Rich Eisen Show terrestrial radio affiliate, smart enough to have us, our podcast listeners. We say hello to you. doesn't matter that you're not listening live. We still love you. You know, I mean, it's your decision to, to it's your your sports consuming right to take us in whenever you want. So, you know, no pushback from us. Is this an odd way to set up everything? <laughs> Not at all. Anyways, hello to our podcast listeners. Uh, Terry Bradshaw is going to Zoom in an hour three. Come on now. That'll be great. Can't wait to ta- chat with Terry. Do we ask him his favorite Burt Reynolds story? Yep. Okay. <laughs> we will do that. Um, should I ask Sham Sharana his favorite uh, Sharania his favorite Burt Reynolds story? Probably Absolutely. doesn't have one. Absolutely. Right. Anyway, to help us tip off the de facto <laughs> second half of the season is one of the best in the business, senior lead NBA insider for the Athletic and Stadium, and also our good friend Michelle Beadle co-hosts Run It Back on FanDuel TV with him and so many others. Shams Sharania back on the Rich Eyes Show. Good to see you, sir. How are you? Rich, great being on. Appreciate you having me. No, anytime. Uh, So let me ask you to set, I guess, the stage. What do you think is the biggest story that we're going to see tip off starting tonight in the the run-up to the playoffs in the association, Shams? I I was just talking about it today on Run It Back, but when you think about it going into this playoff run, there's probably 14 teams across both conferences that really genuinely believe they, they have a shot in, in these playoffs and, and to at least get to the conference finals, the NBA finals. You think about it in the Eastern Conference, Milwaukee, obviously, Boston, Cleveland, New York, Philadelphia, Miami. Um, and then you look out west, Minnesota, OKC, both teams surprising as top seeds in the Western Conference. You have the Clippers, Denver, Phoenix, Dallas, Lakers, Warriors. I mean, that's 14 teams right there. And I guess you have the Pelicans, Kings, kind of on the outer skirts. Um, but the, the parity in the league right now is, is so high that there's going to be such expectations going into the playoffs. 
realistically three, four teams in each conference, um, you know, will, will obviously be there at the end. Um, so to me, it's it's really the parity that we're seeing in the league right now. So then let's let's uh, jump on the Bucks since obviously they're uh, a recent champion that decided to change coaches midstream and not just to anybody, but to Doc Rivers. What is the challenge that you're hearing about out of Milwaukee to get this thing on the straight and narrow in the remaining few weeks of the season? Rich, th- there is a challenge, but I- I, listen, we, obviously there's been a lot of rhetoric. There's been a lot of chatter publicly uh, over the last couple weeks, ever since Doc Rivers took that job with a 30-13 and 13 record. M- make no mistake, the Milwaukee Bucks this year, the only thing they're playing for and thinking about is winning a championship. This season is very much title or bust in Milwaukee. Does not matter what anyone says. Doesn't matter about excuses, not excuses, whatever. Anytime you have Damian Lillard and Giannis Antetokounmpo and you fire your coach and you hire Doc Rivers, who won a championship before, obviously among the top uh, 10 in wins of all time in NBA history, was voted as a top 10 coach of all time. These ingredients are not made for a team that is going to accept or want to be bounced in the second round of conference finals. It, it doesn't matter the scenario that was taken, that, that Doc Rivers took this this team in. A coaching change was necessary. They needed to make a change. I reported on it extensively in the athletic. Uh, there was there were there were issues throughout the locker room with Adrian Griffin systematically. Uh, to, you know, as far as X's and O's, how, how adjustments were handled, were not handled. There was going to need be need for change. Now they did go and make that change. Um, and so you, you do have to give Doc Rivers some credit since he took over this team, which was floundering defensively. They've been a lot better on that end of the floor. Now it's just about putting together wins, having a healthy second half. And I, I was there at Indy for All-Star Weekend. Damian Lillard had himself a, a weekend. I mean, you think about three-point contest victory, MVP of, of the All-Star game, even though both teams had almost 400 points <laughs> combined. You can't put that on Damian Lillard. Because a lot of his points, they were really heaves from like half court. His, his shooting that was on display was impressive. And you hope that this carries into the second half because that relationship between him and Yachts and Tutukumpo is going to be the most important one in the second half, uh, possibly in the NBA. Sean Sharani, you're here on the Rich Eisen Show. Okay, so many folks who heard you run through the teams that have a shot at, at doing it might think that you are being generous to put the Lakers in there, but they did finish the first half hot. And what did you make of LeBron's comments at the All-Star game on on All-Star Sunday about his future? What can you tell us about your reporting there? LeBron James, the only thing he's thought about this year is being a Laker. And at the end of the season, he's going to have a decision to make. He has a player option. We know Bronny James. He's been vocal about wanting to play with Bronny James. If Bronny James does indeed come out, uh, we'll see on draft night where he ends up. And LeBron James's player option, over $50 million. That's for after the NBA draft. So we'll know all the answers we need to know by draft week. Where does Bronny James go how does that impact LeBron James's future? Does LeBron James opt in, play out next season, and then join Bronny James? Where does this all lead? I think I think LeBron is going to get the the end of the season after the season ends to really decide how he wants the last two three years of his career to play out. But he he said it vo- uh, vocally. He's been up front. He knows he's at the twilight of his career. He knows there's not much time left. He was contemplating retirement, or or at least was open about the concept of retirement 
after last season. That's the first time we saw LeBron James even openly mention the concept of retiring. And that alone lets you know that whether it's a year, two years, three years, there's only so much time LeBron James has left. But to, to everything I've reported on, everything I've heard, there was never a trade for LeBron James that was that was ever going to happen this season. He, he was going to play this year out with the Lakers, uh, with Anthony Davis, with this group. Now, would he have wanted this team to be more active in trades? Potentially. But they really believe that getting Spencer Dinwiddie on the buyout market for nothing allowed them to, to really be equipped going to the second half of the season, adding him. And now they'll have three first-round draft picks to trade in the offseason if they want to go get a star player uh, you know, in, in a potential trade. And so do you think um, – what's your – I'd love to put it this way. What's your reporting on, on, on the trade offer that did come from the Warriors for LeBron? The, the, there, was, there was none that I know of. Okay. No, no, no offer, no nothing. Was there a phone call from, from Golden State to Los Angeles that wound up being routed to Rich Paul, Shams? Uh, I'm sure those conversations happened, but anytime you're LeBron James. And, and the Warriors, I will say, this trade deadline specifically, they were active. They were making calls. Uh, I reported on trade deadline day. They were – a guy that they did exchange offers on is Alex Caruso with the Bulls. That is a player – even even beyond any conversations with LeBron James, there was actual traction with different concepts and variations with Alex Crusoe and the Bulls. Obviously, a deal did not happen. Uh, the Bulls had a sky-high asking price for Caruso. No deal got done. Uh, but there were more offers, uh, you know, concepts exchanged in that capacity than, than any others. Is there anybody in play over the next six weeks can get bought out, wind up on a team, make a difference here for a, a playoff run or, or playoff push, Shams? I, I, I would look at a few players right now on the buyout market. Marcus Morris, potentially, uh, he's he could be out there as, as a candidate to be signed by a playoff contender. Daniel House, another player, he got weighed by the Pistons. He was traded by the Sixers. He's played in playoff moments. He's shown himself to be a 3 and D player when it matters most. Those two guys, to me, immediately jump off as, as – jump off the bat is guys that can help a team, a playoff contending team right now. Um, Killian Hayes, another guy that was waived by the Pistons at the trade deadline. Uh, he's the guy that's sifting through options. When you think about a young guy, number seven overall pick, he's only, you know, he's like two, in his early twenties, he's already made 24 million over his career. Where does he end up? Does he end up on a rebuilding team playoff team? But those are really just three names uh, to keep an eye on over the next week or so. What's your reporting on the health of the Knicks and how healthy they can get over the next six weeks right now? Uh, yeah, OG Ananobi had elbow surgery. He, his return is still weeks away potentially. But Julius Randle, that's a guy to keep an eye on. From what I'm told, he's feeling less and less pain in that shoulder, which is a good thing. Um, he said yesterday surgery still has not been ruled out on that shoulder. He dislocated it a few weeks ago. Uh, the hope is is that he's going to be able to continue to rehab and get back on the floor and avoid surgery. Any type of surgery you you would expect would uh, would would potentially be season ending for Julius Randle. But he's doing everything he can to 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 not have surgery, avoid it, and return at some point this season. What do you think about Embiid, Shams? What do you have there? Joel Embiid is still hopeful that he can return at some point before the playoffs. My reporting when he had the injury uh, a few weeks ago is that it would be a one to two month injury. So let's say that's at the six to eight week portion of that stretch that would put him at late March, early April. And the Sixers are hopeful he's going to be able to rehab himself back 
from that meniscus tear. He had a displaced flap tear in that meniscus, and he, he's he's hoping, he's pushing that he can make a return late March, early April. So basically the way things are looking tonight um, may be the way teams go into the playoffs, right? I mean, it, it looks like it. Clearly there's enough time for some of these injuries that you just brought up to heal in time, but there's really no significant names that can get bought out that might might really just shock the system. Like, this is about it. Like, everybody's just going to have to play better or or continue to maintain is what it looks like from what I'm hearing from Yeah, you. I mean, obviously, we saw a flurry of trades. I want to say 15 trades, 16 trades on trade deadline day. Right. Those those were the, the major deals that happened. Of course, we didn't see an all-star caliber player. The last couple of years, we saw Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving, Ben Simmons, James Harden all traded on trade deadline day a week. This year, there were a lot of players that filled needs. Gordon Hayward in Oklahoma City, he filled the need of a veteran player to come off their bench. If someone's dealing with foul trouble, they can slide him in. P.J. Washington, Daniel Gafford ending up in Dallas. They got some much-needed depth in the front court. Now you look at Dallas, the depth that they have. I know Luka Doncic is very confident in that team going to the playoffs with a healthy Kyrie Irving. Then the Knicks, they're dealing with playoffs, you know, with the playoff run coming into play and Julius Randle uncertainty, OG Ananobi uncertainty. Well, they just got Boyan Bogdanovich, Alec Burks uh, to replenish their depth. So we saw teams make moves for players. Those are all high-level players. And then Philadelphia, with Joel Embiid out, even when he comes back potentially, having a guy like Buddy Heald providing floor spacing, scoring, shooting, he's going to be able to do that. So you saw teams fill needs, fill holes. We didn't see any star players move, but a lot of the action happened already on deadline day. So over the All-Star weekend, Shams, and a few minutes left, left with Shams Sharania uh, here on the Rich Eisen Show, senior lead insider of The Athletic and Stadium and FanDuel TV's Run It Back and so much more. So while you're strolling around the All-Star game in Indianapolis, which is the team that everybody who's, you know, whispering in your ear and there's all talk at, you know, parties, bars, or courtside, or, you know, getting ready for a meal and and, and things of that nature. Who Who's everybody talking about saying, watch out for this team? Who, who? Well, I think in season right now, you have to, you know, keep an eye on the contenders, right? Boston, Milwaukee, we, we know the issues Milwaukee's had this year. Uh, over the course of their coaching change, over the last 10 games under Doc Rivers, um, you know, the contenders are the contenders. And then out West, Warriors, Lakers, which of these teams could see their end of of, of a winning era, a winning stretch? Mm. Um, but I, I think, you know, when you think about transactionally, when you look into the summer, uh, you know, you, you look ahead, the Atlanta Hawks are in a situation right now where they need to identify their future. And that's a team that definitely has come up around the league as a team to keep an eye on. You have two players, Trey Young, DeJounte Murray, all-star caliber players. The Hawks need to decide which area they're going in. Are they trying to rebuild? Are they trying to compete? Quinn Snyder obviously is a coach that wants to win. Him and Trey Young's relationship, from everything I've been told, it's been smooth sailing. It's been a strong one. Where does that organization go this summer with two all-star caliber guards that you, you might need to make a decision on. And what's the chatter you're hearing coming off of the All-Star weekend itself? I mean, you know, ratings up uh, for the game, obviously, but, I mean, Adam Silver's uh, trophy presentation, you know, well, congratulations, you know, to the East. It, it was it was, it was was telling, to say the least, but um, the numbers were up, and, and I was talking in my household about Sabrina versus Steph significantly. So what are you hearing? What What's the uh, few days later chatter you're hearing? 
about it. Sean. Yeah, I mean, on, on Saturday night, Sabrina and Steph definitely got the most excitement out of the crowd. And, and I spoke to Steph Curry late Saturday night and, and just hearing him talk about that competition, how much joy he had from that competition. And when he was watching Sabrina Unescu shoot and score 26 points from the NBA three-point line, like his confidence was getting lower and lower. He's, he's starting <laughs> to sweat. He was starting to feel it. But then he goes out there and shows exactly why he's the greatest shooter of all time. Right. Has 29 points. But uh, that, that probably was the most exciting event of all-star weekend uh, from the fans perspective, player perspective, league perspective, obviously everyone was down about the all-star game. Anytime two teams score almost 400 points in the all-star game, (laughs) that's not uh, the recipe for a successful competitive all-star game. But uh, you know, I I think you have to look within if you're the players to figure out the competitiveness that it takes, especially down the stretch of games. I know one thing, uh, this is from the MVPA as well. Andre Iguodala, Larry Bird, Dr. J all went into that pregame locker room on Sunday, told the players, this is why we have the God-given ability to go out and compete, play defense, play hard, show why we're the greatest players in the world. We want you guys to do that. And then the players end up, you know, it ends up being really a layup fest. So we'll see how and if the NBA can change things up for next so year. So they did go into the locker room, huh? They did. And 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 so what happened? Because Joe Dumars apparently was supposed to be, you know, or not supposed to, he delivered significant messages to these players as well leading up. So what happened? Yeah. Andre Goddard, the NBA executive director, Larry Bird, uh, Julie serving Dr. J. We know those guys are legends. Uh, you know, one of the you know, two of the greatest players in, in the history of the game, they all went into the pregame locker room and, th- and the messages that they gave the players is, is there's a reason why you're here. We're here to show why we're the greatest players in the world. And that comes through competition. It comes to playing defense, playing hard. Obviously, that message did not seem like it was received. <laughs> it did not. Send my best to Beetle. Will you please, Shams, do that for me? I will, Rich. Appreciate you. Appreciate Thank the you. time as well. Shams Sharania on Run It Back with Michelle Beetle and Chandler Parsons, Lou Williams, who's dynamite, at 10 a.m. Eastern time on FanDuel TV and FanDuel TV Plus. And obviously, I follow you with the Athletic and Stadium as well. Thanks for the time, sir. Thanks, Rich. Appreciate it. You betcha. That's Shams Sharania right here on the Rich Eisen Show. What'd you take out of that, Christopher? Man. Players don't want to listen to anybody but themselves. Okay. Uh, anything about uh, Embiid? Anything about... Um, yeah. any other, like, it doesn't appear like anybody's walking through that door off of a buyout contract. Nope. I mean, this nope. is it. No. Nope. Yep. Like you said. There weren't you a lot know? of big-name players uh, moving teams like last year. Like, we saw Kevin Durant on the move. Uh, it just seems like the... The West is going to be kind of a wide-open shootout in the playoffs, and the East is pretty top-heavy. Um, obviously, I think Boston's going to make it. Lakers. Lakers. It was very generous of him to put them in the contenders. He did. <laughs> well, hey, listen. No, put, well, up yeah, the, I mean, put, up, put up the standings. Would you mind Western and Eastern? Um, what, dealer's choice, Hoskins. All right, there you go. The West. So the Laker, Lakers are Lakers. taking on the Warriors tonight on uh, TNT. That is the LeBron's out, huh? Yeah. I have him, and so I had to make him live in it. So um, LeBron's out. Hey, listen, last time, what, LeBron and AD weren't playing. That's true. Who do we, ha- we have here? We had somebody here. Oh, it's Jim Jackson here, and we're like, well, Lakers are going to lose tonight, and they beat the doors off the Celtics. Yep, yep. And then went to Madison Square Garden and, and, beat, and the, beat the Knicks. Knicks. Yep. Well, at any rate. So they're four over, taking on the Warriors. That's the old 9-10 game. Remember they, the Lakers played the Warriors in one of the first play-in games, and we're like, good luck to having them do that again. And looks like they might. 
Uh, and then you look at the East. He mentioned the Heat, too. Heat's only five over. Lakers are four over. Heat's only five over. But we look at the Heat differently, don't we? Yeah. Because they're the cohesive team that, you know, uh, the Heat way. And the battle, it's a, battle tested. Right, right. And so let them be the eighth seed. Yep. Woe to you. Like, you want no piece of them. Not in the playoffs. As a one-seeded Celtics. Like, that's the last team you want to see. We do not want to see the Heat. Correct. Yeah. So everybody views the Heat differently, but their record's the same as the Lakers, essentially. One's 30 and 26. Heat's 30 and 25. You don't think either of those teams are going to win the title, do you? Who? The Heat or the Lakers. How can you sit here and say the Heat cannot win the title? Because they haven't. But they make it every damn time, it feels like. They make a run, and suddenly you're like, how are they doing it? By playing tough, timely basketball. Giannis gets injured. Three three seasons away from their (laughs) last finals appearance. They get very lucky, it seems. That's part of it, though. You got to have a little bit of luck in with yeah. how good you are. I tell you, the Lakers or the Heat can make the are, are going to make the finals. Which one do you choose? Zero. I tell you, this, I have I, a crystal I, ball. I, I play that game. I tell I you, I play the what's more likely. Game. I tell you, one of these teams makes the finals. Which one do you choose right now? Is, Lakers. Oh, okay. I go the other way. <laughs> See, I'm thinking the Heat. Yeah. That's what I would say. They're going to do it again. They're going to do it again. The future and said one of these two teams is in the finals. Yes, you choose the Heat, wouldn't you? Choose the Heat. Me too. Yeah. But that's because I also, you know, how I feel about that that team that wears the yellow. You got to be. You got to be straight up about it. What if the Nuggets Nuggets just do it anyway? That's also possible. Seems likely. (laughs) I, I don't know. Did you see anything else in the future? While you, yeah, what else you got? There? Lottery numbers? It's like yeah. 500 mil now. Oh is, that, oh, is that what it is? Yeah. Oh. They're, they're getting up there. So does it mean I, I should I think it's time to start rip buying up tickets. my tickets? No, it's time from, to start buying tickets. No, I, I did the other day. Oh, you did? Well, oh, I mean, did? yeah, to go, you know, nice. uh, get some uh, eye drops for Sue's. A little of this, a little of like, that. Oh, you're like, oh, hey, let me just, let uh, me just stick it in. Stick, stick that $20 yeah, bill in there. Nah, nobody's won in a while. some numbers. Should the four of us go in on the ticket? No. I'll buy the ticket. Nah, nah <laughs> no, no. Why is Brockman not I mean, here? Why'd you say no so fast? Can I get a slow yes instead of a quick no? Oh, you? sure. We <laughs> should do it. Let's go in on show. it. Let me finally Let's hit the lottery it. and split it with you guys. Well, wouldn't it be better than not yeah. hitting the lottery? We hit, As a group, it would be amazing. Imagine Excuse if me. the four of us got to split. Yeah. Excuse me. $500 million, my Excuse brother. me. Let me just say this. Why would I go in, <laughs> into a lottery ticket? with three guys who have all said at one point or another in the history of the show when the lottery ticket stuff's come mm-hmm. up, if I win, I won't be working no, here No, You have never heard me say that. You've never heard me say that. These guys can tell you. I yeah, always I've never said, said I'm that. showing he up. He says I'm that. just going to have security sitting That's out here, and I'm going to get a ride but to But you work. still be here. Yeah, until I'm, somebody made I'm me sorry mad. that I'm the only honest one who works and here. And I told TJ what I would do. You would not show up. You'd never see me again. By the way, resp- I would show up. I would be here. I would do this show. 100% I'd be here. Oh, my, my God. You you'd all get raises. You'd all get raises. Yeah. Because your name's on the you, show. But you have no, What does that matter? More incentive to show up. I'd like a raise. 100%. For sure. You I, get raises. The, the, honestly, like the, 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 the backdrop that we have here, the where it looks like gold, would literally be gold. Like <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, it would be gold. Gold plated. Uh, seriously, it might turn into Willy Wonka. Like we might turn into chocolate streams. Right. I'm not and just like, lie. 
So and I'd, I'd be thing. walking around singing. I'd sing. I, I, would, would, I would mix the show remotely from the condo in Redondo. I wouldn't come in every then day. We all need well, Mike, to. But we but, but it would be you're not here anyway. Yeah, what do you mean? Feller would do it too, though. We probably buy. Feller's as close to winning <laughs> the lottery out of all of us anyway. <laughs> He's got more loose than He just got He's a one new He's showing up in a Lambo. He's one showing up in a sweet guys. Feller don't even have to be doing this to be. <laughs> the nicest ride showing up here at anybody. Oh, so Feller's working. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Feller's here today. He does it with the goodness of his heart. Exactly. Because right? he what likes are you talking about. So why? This is the goodness of my heart. Oh, oh my Rich, I'm God. here. And, and the goodness of my point. toys. Thanks. Like I'm anything kidding. over 500 million. So why maybe? would I split tickets with you? Yeah, if I think about it. It's oh, so karma. It's still 200. It's still a lot of money, is what I'm saying. 50 each? We're You'll never see me again. Sorry. I love you guys. I'd be gone. Can I do the news update? <laughs> For the flop sweat alone, yes. What's more likely? Well, if Chris is gone, will you be quick me what's more likely than Chris? Uh, sure. No, I'm taking it with me. Ah, oh, come on, yeah, bro. We need that. Taking it with him. He's going to take all his winnings and hire a copyright lawyer and slap our, all our asses with a lawsuit. <laughs> Reaction Monday. Chat GPT will do what's oh, more likely. Take a break. 844-204-RICH, <laughs> number to dial. Oh, by the way, it looks like a long time question I have is about to be answered. Oh. It's that time of year, people. Spring has sprung, and that means spring cleaning, or at least the partner in your life is demanding that you do it. Whether that means stocking up on cleaning supplies or swapping out your winter clothes for new spring clothes, make sure you're using Ibotta and get real cash back with every purchase. Ibotta is a free app that gives you the most cash back every time you shop on hundreds of items from groceries to beauty supplies to toys. The average Ibotta user earns $256 per year. That could cover the cost of an entire shopping trip, that flight you've been eyeing, or the fancy dinner you've been craving. Join the over 50 million users and earn cash back every time you shop from over 2,700 brands and retailers. And right now, Ibotta is offering our listeners $5 for just trying Ibotta by using the code Eisen when you register. Just go to the App Store or Google Play Store and download the free Ibotta app to start earning cash back and use my code E-I-S-E-N. That's I-B-O-T-T-A in the Google Play or App Store and use my code Eisen. Let's talk game time. Boy, do we love using game time tickets at the Rich Eisen Show. And every single time I've been watching the basketball playoffs on TV, I've been wondering what it would be like to be at these games. And when you choose your tickets on game time, you can see the view from your seat where the court is, where you are in relation to it. And then the all-in prices, that's my favorite feature. The all-in prices makes sure that you see the lowest price guarantee and also know exactly how much everything costs costs all in before you purchase. So all the guesswork is removed when you buy playoff tickets with Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use my code RICH for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Visit GameTime.co for restrictions. Again, create an account, redeem my code RICH for $20 off your first purchase. Download Game Time today. Last-minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. What is going on with you, Jim Brockmeyer and Brett Musburger? This is my Musburger face. <laughs> no, you can't put that to bed, Rich Eyes. You know why you can't put it to bed? Okay. Because he's a punk. That's why. <laughs> 
Brent Musburger is a P-U-N-K punk. The man is a thief, okay? Brent Musburger is a thief. How so? Stole my line. What line was that? This is for all the Tostitos. Remember that? This is for all the Tostitos. Remember when he said that? Everybody in the business... No, it's not funny. Everybody in the business knows that was my line. But he went ahead and used... That's what I always yell... When I climax inside of a woman. <laughs> or, or when I'm just, when I climax all by myself. And ever since then, now I have to yell out, uh, ruffles have ridges. And it's not, <laughs> it's not the same thing. Here is Brent Musburger. How are you, Brent? Hey, Rich. Rich, I'm great. Listen, uh, I'm so proud of you guys for trying to help resurrect little Jimmy Brickmeyer's career. We all know the problems. We all know the problems that he had in the past. He says that you stole all the Tostitos from him, Brent, from back no, in the day. No, I got paid. I got paid by a company to drop the name. I got three Tostitos for a week. What are you talking about? Okay. You know, Rich, it's really interesting yeah, because Brent. as we started these in here, in Las Vegas, and uh, Brickmeyer was having trouble getting a job. So, so he he yeah. called our executives and our general manager. He interviewed Brickmeyer and <laughs> asked him about uh, uh, a three-team parlay. And yeah. and our and our boy Jimmy, mm-hmm. he thought that that was two hookers with him in a Morristown <laughs> hotel room. <laughs> you know. <laughs> You know, Jesus, we would have loved to help him out, but uh, I wish him the best. He's so delusional, and uh, listen, let him go at it. For okay. all the Tostitos, baby. Oh, boy. So great. Back on the Rich Eisen Show Radio Network, along with our Roku channel stream. Sitting at the Rich Eisen Show desk, furnished by Granger with supplies and solutions for every industry, Granger has the right product for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. So... There's, as you know, um, as we just said, farewell to Shams Sharania and everyone else who's in the news and information business, in our sports business. As you know, there's always unnamed sources, correct? There's the unnamed source. There's the source close to the situation. Um, There's also the anonymous source. Source close to? As we mentioned. There's also, as you know, the European source. Per. (laughs) Per? Per source. Per Per source, yeah. (laughs) Like if you have a dinner table of all the sources, the source family. Mm -hmm. Anonymous sits at the head. (laughs) Close to the situation is, you know, probably the middle seat to use the Larry Larry David. (laughs) And then the one bringing something from Scandinavia or Central Europe or whatever is per. So I look down at our call screen and see someone's calling in from Germany. And it does appear the name of this individual is per. (laughs) So I do believe we're about to reveal sources. (laughs) Per in Germany, you're calling into the Rich Eisen Show. Did I get this right, per? Uh, yeah, exactly. You you got that right. It's uh, it's actually a Swedish Swedish name, the the Swedish version of Peter. Aha. Ah. Peter Source. <laughs> yes, exactly. Okay. Where in Germany are you calling in from, Per? Uh, Cologne in Cologne. in Western Germany. Nice. Um, Beautiful. Beautiful. Where the perfume is named named after. Oh, I've spent some time in Cologne. Have me, you really? Me too. Yeah, I've been there. Good to know. Chocolate yeah. museum. Spelled two different ways. Okay. Yeah. 
Uh, per, what's on your mind? <laughs> Calling in from Germany. Yeah. First of all, I want to say I'm a big fan of all of you guys. I'm, Thank you. Uh, listen to you every day uh, on my way back uh, from work. Uh, it's uh, 7.30 in Germany. Okay. And uh, by the way, I'm, I'm really happy at such a great time in, in Frankfurt, Rich. Uh, I listened to that. I um, wasn't able to make it my, myself. I tried to, to buy tickets with all of my devices, but they were sold out in like 30 seconds. Yeah, I know. Um, anyway, I'm a big 49ers fan. I, I studied in, in Northern California abroad for, for a semester. And my question for you is, um, was it really just bad luck for the 49ers this year in the Super Bowl? Or do they have to make some big, some key changes this offseason to possibly win it all next year? They just have to stay the course her to be honest with you i mean i'm not looking at them and thinking boy this is a glaring need uh if they had hafanga healthy going into the super bowl and had dre greenlaw stay healthy throughout the entire super bowl um my goodness <laughs> i i i i proper to think they they the result could have been different but uh offensively like what 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 do you need just beef up the line a little bit I don't know. I mean, you're not you're yeah, you're maybe. certainly when you're you're looking at your receivers with Debo and Ayuk, and then Juwan Jennings almost won the MVP of the game, you know. So yeah, sure. uh, and and Purdy, I think, it proved himself to be the guy. So I wouldn't. I I don't know. That's why John Lynch gets the big bucks. Just keep on drafting best players off the board and and keep at it and pay your own and keep Chase Young. That would be my suggestion. You think so? Oh yeah, for sure. Don't you, Per? Well, what do you? What, what is your? What is your source? I mean, You're the source, so you tell me. What do you think, Per? <laughs> I wish I knew. I mean, okay. In my opinion, he had, like his only really, really good game was in the Super Bowl, where he had like kind of his breakout game. Yeah. But before that, you're gonna pay him big bucks next year to to possibly have a, a better season. I don't get hurt, but what do you do after next season? Well, listen, Per, thank you for calling in. Greatly appreciate it. And uh, anytime you want to ring in from uh, Germany or or wherever else, appreciate it. Thank you for the call. Yeah. There you go. There he is. Cologne also has maybe the largest cathedral in the world. Good to know. I, I think he knows what the 49ers are going to do. Per? He just didn't want to reveal it because everyone would know where it's coming from. <laughs> <laughs> think his last name was Sorsen? There's a slight chance, I guess. Per source. Allegedly, that cathedral has the remains of the three wise men. Oh, you're, you're still going on it? I, I visited it last year. Oh, I, you didn't, I yeah. thought you Googled Cologne. No, no, no. no I, it is, yeah. It's an incredible yeah. structure Great. to, to, oh, to yeah. look at. Yeah. It took like 600 years to build. Look at you. Yeah. Very impressive. And the Chocolate Museum. Very, very yeah. impressive. Yeah. What is your favorite Cologne? Cologne, like scent? Yeah. Not a big Cologne guy. You're not? <clears throat> no. You still wear Ducar Noir, Mikey? Dracor, yeah, come on. I have it. <laughs> come on, that's like just dismissed you. Like, yeah, come on, obviously. Yeah. I mean, no, no, I didn't dismiss. I'm like, yeah, it's the that was the that, that was the that was the scent of my uh, yeah, high school prom. Obsession. Ducar Noir. Yeah. You know, I stepped my cologne game up a little bit thanks to one of our former guests, Calvin Klein. Who's that? You know, Tim McGraw. What happened? Oh. Tim McGraw was in here in July. I remember. I happened to say, hey, man, I hope this doesn't sound weird, but you smell pretty good. What? He told me what the name of his cologne was. And then three months later, 
I'm sitting here, and Liz brings me a, a package. She's like, I got yeah. a gift for you, and I yeah. open up. Tim McGraw sent me a bottle of Aventus Creed cologne, which is what he was wearing. Are you serious? Yeah, yeah. man. Amazing. So I've been smelling great. So thanks. Shout out to Tim McGraw. Again, these are things that I, I should know what's going on in my own house. You probably just forgot about it. I don't recall this, but um, <laughs> how many guests do you remark on their scent? He was probably the one and only. Okay, very good. Yeah. And then he was kind enough to receive this information. Mm-hmm. Didn't find it weird. Which At I, all. Which I was Off-putting? No, he was, you know, ask Mikey. He was like, nah, yeah. this is why I've been wearing this for like 10 years. And, and then and then he made a note of it, mental note. Mental note. Then wrote an actual note, Me- sent it to you. Hold, can I hold on? All right, here He's we got go. it somewhere. Yeah, I had no, no idea. idea. Everybody... Did you guys know this? Oh, I yeah. knew that he sent it, yeah. yeah. I was not here that day, actually, when Tim McGraw was here. <laughs> all right, yeah, right so what do you got? So we have the, the bottle. Okay. Yep. And then we have the note. TJ, great to meet you, man. Hope you enjoy. Look out. Tim McGraw. Wow. You can't really read it. No, you can't. No, there you go. Leave it right there. Right there. I can oh. see it. No kidding. Yeah, pretty cool. So you're not you're not using it, or you use it here. I, I you know I tend to when we have a guest in studio, I'll use that. M- just... Ms. Hennig. Oh yeah, it was on that. <laughs> just as if, for instance, you know. Okay. But I also wore when Mackay Pfeiffer was here, so you know. Oh, whatever, okay. Pretty good. A shout out. Derek in Missouri, you're here on the Rich Eisen Show. What's hey, up, Derek? Derek. Hey, Rich. So, really quick, I got to say something to uh, TJ. Oh, what up, Derek? So, I'm coming back from Florida on Tuesday for the Daytona 500, mm-hmm. and I'm in Austin Airport. And on in my gate, I uh, happened to run into and got a picture with Mark Henry. Oh, okay. Yeah. The world's strongest really cool man. Yeah. <laughs> A lot bigger in person than I suspected. <laughs> really cool, though. Mark, did you go? You didn't, like, did you approach him, or how'd that work? I approached him. I saw him from a distance. I'm like, yeah, that's Mark Henry. Was he I'm wearing like, any oh, cologne, this- Mark? <laughs> Henry? Uh, Derek? Was he wearing any cologne? Uh, <laughs> oh, okay. I did not even try to think if he was or not. No, right. I just wanted to. Give my I, two cents on. I, I, I feel like Henry at one point was the world's strongest man, former I, WWE wrestler. I feel like this is like, um, you know, Hoosiers. Just tell me what the flavor of the gum is by the end of the game. That's all I want to know. <laughs> so what's on your mind, Derek? Well, Rich, it's pretty obvious what the Broncos need to do come April with their first pick. They need to go out their quarterback. And you can make this as a drop for all I care. With these three words I'm going to say. Oh, boy. <laughs> give... Me, anybody. Oh. I don't care who it is. If it's KK McCarthy, if it's Bo Nix, if it's Michael Penix, because we already know what the fate's going to be for Caleb Williams and David Daniels and Derek May. If it's McCarthy, I, I, I wouldn't mind it one bit. Okay. I just want to see what we could do with whoever we get. And plus, Rick, we haven't had a long-term quarterback since Elway. Let that set in for a minute because the longest tenured quarterback we've had since Elway is four years. Two quarterbacks of Manning and Plumber. Mm. Give me that guy that could be the long-term quarterback for 10 to 12 years. I don't care who it is. It's interesting. Just give me somebody that we can work with. Thanks, for the, system thanks for the call, it. Derek. Appreciate it. That's interesting. Give me anybody. Give me anybody. That's not a bad drop. Very good. He don't even care who it is. Oh, Mike doesn't even know what's happening. It's all good. I was texting. I'm sorry. That's I, I admitted what I was doing. I mean, I admitted it. 
Who were you, who were you texting? Who are you texting? <laughs> I got. I was working on uh, my boat's getting repaired. <laughs> you just made that up. I did not. My boat's getting repaired. His boat is getting yeah. repaired. He and he's, 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 he's texting the boat repairman. It's Steve. During the Steve. Steve. Steve wants to call here. The boat repairman. Yeah, he wants to call here. Have Steve call it. Absolutely. Have Steve. What is stopping him from calling? No. Here's why I want Steve to call in. I want Steve to call in so at least he'd be paying attention. That's true. We could we could we could kill two birds with one stone. He's focused on the program and he gets his boat fixed. Well, then he'd Steve think about the boat repairman. You guys get into like some detail stuff. I kind of like drift this. Yeah, but you but never know when you're need when you're needed. I know, I know. <laughs> you never know. This guy. All right, let's take a break. Wow. When we come back, if there's going to be a 14 team playoff in college football, what the hell would it look like? We will help. RES Consulting to the rescue. That's next. Terry Bradshaw. I'll help Michael focus on that. Oh, oh, Terry, it's Mike. I'm the guy you hear all the time Big in your Fox. ears. Big Fox. Big Fox. Act Big like Fox. you know me. Uh... Let's talk O'Reilly Auto Parts, people. Or as you might know from their jingle, O-O-O O'Reilly Auto Parts. They're in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offers friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs because you know when you need your car fixed, you need somebody who knows what they're talking about and is helpful, has a smile on their face, and gets you back on the road. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you just... Find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced, a brake light fix, or a quick service? They'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you will find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts knowledgeable, helpful, and the best of all, friendly. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit us at O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. Let's talk sleep number, people, because quality sleep is so essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is dissolved for your ever-evolving sleep needs. And the same thing for your partner. So you can choose what's right for each of you whenever you like. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Quiets your snores or your partner's? Sleep Number does that. My Sleep Number setting is 60. My wife's is 70. Ten numbers apart, but it truly is the world of difference. The Sleep Number sleep that you get is unbelievable. You will love it. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now you could save 50%. That's 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Still here on the Rich Eisen Show. How's Steve the Boat Guy doing, huh? <laughs> He's doing good. Our con- Remember we talk about conversations and commercials that you can't? Right there, we just had. Oh, one. you did you? Yeah, me, TJ, and yeah. Chris. Oh, we can talk about that, though. No, no, we can't. I yeah, prefer can. to focus on the conversations on the air. Do you? Yeah. yeah. Like, what if I, what if I, what if you guys were, you, you know, talking and I'm, I'm just like texting and not paying attention? That'd be a problem for the show, wouldn't it? Probably. Yeah, but you're the yeah. host. Yeah, but you got to pay I'm attention. I'm not the host. I'm sorry. I'm still I'm, doing my job. I'm sorry. I'm texting. <laughs> Chris, take it. I got something fixed. <laughs> we, were, we were talking about a video I found on Instagram yeah, about. Rick James and Eddie Murphy making Rick James, making a, a song together and. 
they were snowed in in Buffalo, mm-hmm. and I had made a comment about them being snowed in. I saw a great SNL reel yesterday. Uh, I'd never seen the um, skit before. It was dysfunctional family feud. You ever see that? <laughs> no, but that sounds that really sounds funny. Where familiar. it was one functional family, you know, <laughs> and uh, Kevin Nealon was the happy father, and Spade and and uh, Rob Schneider and Sandler were the happy kids, right? And then the other dysfunctional family, Phil Hartman playing a very angry, recrimination-filled father, <laughs> and Chris Farley was one of the kids. And uh, um, Spade literally looks like a child, right? So you're looking at it right now. Christian Slater. Christian Slater was the guest guest host, right? And and all the answers were (laughs) nasty answers. So the functional family couldn't guess the answers right, and the dysfunctional family were just angry at each other, and their anger towards one another were the correct answers (laughs) on the board. It was deep. It's very esoteric. Christian Slater is smoking during this. Yeah, it's a funny skit. Pretty awesome. Back on the Rich Eisen Show right here. Terry Bradshaw is going to be zooming in shortly. Big Ten Commissioner Tony Petiti. He's a smart man, even though, you know, Michigan and he had some odds this year. (laughs) And I took some umbrage with him. Remember he called in the show Mm -hmm. when he first took the job? Because the reason why he's a smart man, he's the one who reached out to me after ESPN and I parted ways. He offered me my first job. Yeah. Genius. To be the host of a late-night uh, tennis program on CBS. Yes, they used to push back Kilbourne a half an hour after Letterman. Right. And Oof. sandwiched in between for the CBS affiliates to feast on a half-hour highlight show on the U.S. Open from Flushing Meadows. And you were there for USA Cable. That was one of my first jobs. Right? That is cool. And I, I think I walked past you in the hallway and didn't give you the time of day, right? You did. Multiple, Not even multiple multiple my direction. Times, I'm sure. You yeah. did that about 20 minutes ago in the back. Hey. Wow. So, Thank you. But at any rate, Tony's a smart man. Apparently, while the college football playoff committee and all the conversation about a 12-team playoff is out there, and apparently there's a new television contract that's coming around the college football playoff, and I'm telling you, this is the part this is the part of the college football world this is the spot from which the super league is going to be formed because all the teams and all the conferences that are eligible to appear in the college football playoffs those are the ones who have the similar issues financially and NIL and transfer portal and scheduling problems, those are the ones that are closest together and needing to want to come up with a singular construct to handle all the issues that coaches may be having and administrators may be having. And Jay Billis doesn't have it. Just, just sign them a contracts tomorrow. Let them unionize, sign them a contracts, make them employees, and go to work because that's the way it's going to have to be one day. So face it now. That's the conversation we have with Jay on the show Tuesday. But at any rate, I'm telling you, the college football playoffs is going to be the spot. Someone's going to be a commissioner of that. And from this, we'll form the Super League. And maybe have a certain number of teams that come up with the right construct and the rules and regulations and things of that nature to make everybody play on the same level field. And from there, you're going to figure out 
maybe the institution gets better players because of facilities or wait, wait for it. I can't believe I'm saying this. Academics. Hey, student athletes. So keep that in mind as we now talk about how Tony Petiti was saying, Hey, maybe just maybe the better system is going to be 14 teams. There were even apparently talked 16 teams. Everybody who was involved in this conversation yesterday from commissioners and everyone else started telling everybody outside of the room that it was one of the most productive meetings they've had in a while. Mm-hmm. So 14 teams better than 12 in their minds. 16 teams might be as well. No one would get a buy in that situation. And I think they would like to have something the regular season leading to conference championship weekend where something is on the line more than just who's seated one, that there's a bye week involved, and then there's home playoff games involved. So I think they want to keep something on the line. And then obviously, if they are creating a new television contract just for the college football playoffs, and based off of that might be cascading money down towards, heaven forbid, getting rid of these collectives and the NIL business, get some guardrails on it. You would have me at hello. Certainly, if you're going to have a college football playoff season, go 13, 14, 15 games. Michigan, first ever 15-0 team in the history of the Big Ten, I might add. Just one of the many other accomplishments. At any rate, <laughs> this whole long wind-up to this pitch, we put together what a 14-team playoff field would look like based on the final college football playoff rankings that were out there, placed out there after conference championship weekend, and they set the college football playoff field. And they did have everyone ranked. As a matter of fact, they did the full-on rankings, one through, let me get this correct. I have the piece of paper buried. I should have it up. One down at 25. So we took the top 14. Here it is. And the two teams topped Top seeds got first round buys because that's the way it's going to be. You'd have to have, it's like the NFL playoffs. Right. Right. 14 teams make it, seven on each conference make it. And um, in the NFL, with the top two getting seeds while three wild card games are played, and then they you wind up getting it down to just four teams and then two teams and then a Super Bowl. So this would basically be like an NFL playoff system. And so the top two seeds would be Michigan and Washington. And this is what it would look like. The three-seed Texas Longhorns would take on the 14-seed Arizona Wildcats. How about this? Because we've split it up into two different brackets here, two different sides of the brackets. We, we put the 6-11 and, and 7-10 games on the same side of the bracket as well. This, by the way would be something else. There are two conference games, Georgia hosting Mississippi and the Ohio State hosting Penn State. And I imagine Penn State would actually try to scratch out a touchdown that's time around against Ohio State. (laughs) Maybe. And then you've got another SEC game. How about Alabama hosting LSU? Try that one on for size. That sounds fun. Florida State was the five seed, if you recall. They didn't uh, make the college football playoffs this year. They take on 12th seeded Oklahoma. 
and then Oregon would take on Missouri. Fun. And now the only question would be, do you reseed it like the NFL? I would. I absolutely would. So Michigan would take on the, the, the lowest remaining seed. And Washington would take on the lowest remaining seed. And this way I would do it too, because I, I would I would want to separate as many of the rivalries as you possibly can, I'd imagine. Uh, I, I, I would want to have Alabama and Georgia in separate sides of the bracket, so right. they'd meet in the final. And I'd want to have Ohio State and Michigan on the separate side of the bracket, so they'd meet in the final, right? Washington and Oregon, you got to have them separated because they've already played twice, right? Texas, Oklahoma, et cetera. Right, Texas, Oklahoma on separate, separate sides of the bracket. So you manipulating these brackets now? Of course you do. That's yeah. what these guys do and in, in, in ladies do in the car and in, in the meeting rooms. Yeah, it's a TV show. That's what they absolutely do in the for the both men's and women's hoops tournaments, don't they? That's part of it. Where they look ahead and see what the one seeds would look like oh, against yeah, the two seeds and totally. what what that would look like for sure. I, what's wrong with this? Right? You just have two fewer teams have buys. We're gonna get twelve. We're gonna get twelve team playoffs over the next two years just to get us used to it. And I bet you, again, if they do a fourteen or a sixteen team bracket, it starts in twenty twenty six. You could do sixteen. You could just have the top four have buys. I guess you could. Then look exactly the same as this. With you the could. twelve teams playing the opening you could. round. Yeah. I guess you could. Same thing. Just two more teams have buys, and then yeah, I guess. Uh, you are we do getting that. rid of the bowls? Because we're getting we're getting in like 16, 17, 18 games. Now. You're, ne- you're never going to get rid of the bowls. There's still going to be some people who want to hold these things. So we're going to slap a bowl on one of these absolutely early ga- early round games. Then sure. yeah, yeah, you could. All right, it's it, it the bowl season this year. This so-called most wonderful time of the year that was in ESPN was non-existent this year. It really it yeah, really no, was no buzz. Yeah, no buzz. No. Not even from you gambling honks, right? No, I wasn't into it at all, really. So you might as well just take those bowls, slap them on some of these games, and let the people with their gaudy jackets have their day. <laughs> Maybe have a parade. Give out free stuff. Ooh, love free stuff. Have Mike. a Pop-Tart I mean, pop out of a toaster. Ooh. You know? <laughs> the, po- the Pop-Tart bowl. Cinnamon. Just no more chest passes, please, on the Dr. Pepper thing. So that's the way it would look. Yeah. Oh, by the way. Oh, that's right out. That's gone. Bad. First thing, if I'm See in ya. charge, <laughs> See ya. See ya. you got to take the ball and throw it like a football. Yeah, One handed throws. What are we doing? What, what are, we are we doing? Great question. Thank you. So you're welcome. <laughs> that's hour number two. Huh? Arias Consulting. Arias Consulting yeah. on it. Look at us. Who are we billing for all these? Nobody. I mean, nobody. Steve, Steve the boat guy. Steve the boat guy. Send the invoice to Steve the boat guy. Terry Bradshaw is coming up, folks. Still here on the Roku channel. Now, Steve bills me a lot. What does your boat need? What's wrong with your boat? You have to take a boat out once a year and do like tune-ups. That's what I'm doing right now. Yeah. Oh, the tune-up tour? Yeah, it's a tune-up. Is it a three-hour tour? <laughs> no, I actually did. That's a hell of a tune-up. Uh, actually, this afternoon I'll be doing that because I'll be out. Throw it. <laughs> I'll take it out. You're going to take Liz out on the boat or what? Yeah, Liz, Liz has been on every boat I own. Yeah, you know who hasn't Rockman been on any too boat far he's away. He can play. Yeah, I've, never I've never even been invited. Never. You guys can come. The problem that it is, is I do last minute. I don't like plan that. The boat. Well, try planning it. Because I live literally from here to the other building from the, my boat. Okay, great. So it's like I just walk to the boat. So it is possible to schedule a boat ride, though. 
Theoretically, yes. Okay. <laughs> in theory. But the, but the possibility wow. that, because I'm, I'm like a last minute yeah, person. Yeah, you know like what? You're like, you're like, you know what? I've got nothing going on. I'll just take the boat out. Exactly. I don't, I don't know how to. I, I, that's just not my waves. life. That's just not my life. I don't have that. You guys don't. No. I don't want your life. <laughs> I don't want your life. Mox. I don't want my life. So, you know who would be out? Louisville would have been out. Notre Dame would have been out. Yeah. Notre Dame. This year. Did you they see what Stephen down. A. said about Notre Dame? He yeah, had me at hello there. Stephen Stephen A. You see that? Yeah, Stephen A. Had me at hello. No, he taking didn't. a big flamethrower to that. Yeah, just like, terrible. Well, they haven't won since 1988. I get it, but I mean that is what it is. It's been a long time. Michigan's won twice since then. Oh please, a half. Wanna yeah. <laughs> cheat twice? <laughs> they cheated for one. Here comes Terry. <laughs> John brings his skewed sense of humor. Jeff brings tips to cut strokes off your next round. Together, it's those weekend golf guys. They'll pay a lot of money to PXG and Titleist and Callaway and on and on and on. Right? How many yards do you think you're going to pick up with that extra driver? I think I can get an extra 5 to 10. What if I give you 15 to 20? <laughs> you pay me more. Jeff Smith right? teaches on a sliding scale. <laughs> those weekend golf guys, the podcast, part of the Believe Network. Just search B-L-E-A-V on YouTube or wherever you listen.